Today's episode is brought to you by Fretboard Biology, the comprehensive online guitar course put together by Joe Elliott. Now, Joe is not only a fantastic guitar player, he draws on his years of experience as the ex-head of guitar at the Guitar Institute of Technology and also at the McNally Smith Music College. Here's a few words from Joe about the course. If you're tired of wading through hundreds of random guitar videos and just want to become a better player, Fretboard Biology is your answer. Fretboard Biology is a self-paced, college-level program that will give you the right instruction, in the right amounts, and in the right order. You'll learn the same information I taught to thousands of other guitar players over 30 years of teaching in top music colleges. If you want to make real progress with your guitar playing, then sign up for a free 7-day trial at fretboardbiology.com. Hi there, you are listening to the Guitar Speak podcast. My name is Matt Wakeling and this is the show that I produce in Sydney, Australia. Thank you so much for joining me for episode number 220. Now today I am joined by Prashant Aswani, incredible solo artist, producer, collaborator and sideman to people such as Justin Timberlake, Greg Howe, Herbie Hancock, just to name a few. Now today, Prashant joins me to talk about his fantastic new Charvel signature model, the PA-28. It's a super cool guitar, so it was fun to talk about that, and some of the stuff that Prashant has got on the boil in 2023. Hey, my thanks to Jack from Fender Australia and Alex and Michael from Fender USA, who helped organize this interview. All right, let's jump straight into the conversation. Prashant Aswani, welcome to the Guitar Speak podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Matt. It's great, great to have you on. I've got to say straight out, congratulations on the signature Charvel, the SoCal, the Pro Mod, the PA-28. It's got to be super exciting having your signature Charvel released after what's been a long process. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I I don't know if it's completely hit me yet, you know, um, but I, I've been getting, uh, getting tagged and pinged with people already uh-huh. that have, that have received the guitars and they're, they seem to be very happy with them. And I think it's starting to settle in that, you know, um, it's out, you know, yeah. I mean, it's been, and it has been a long process, but, um, you know, I think with anything, uh, you know, having some time intervals in between designing and, and kind of, you know, putting something together, specking things out is good because it allowed me to have an opportunity to, to maybe change my mind or, or, you know, roll with something a little bit further, you know, so. Sure. Sure. When did you yeah. start playing Charvels? When was your association with them? Well, I started playing Charvels in 2018. Um, I think when the, when the, when the DK two points came out, um, they had just gotten released in that summer and I got one before, you know, they, they dropped in the summer Nam, and, um, Man, I fell in love with the guitar uh, like pretty pretty instantly. Actually, um, I was I was quite surprised because I've played all kinds of things, you know, guitars in my life, and I was really, I think I was very surprised at how good it played and how good it sounded, and the fact that it was like a thousand bucks and from yeah. made in Mexico. I I mean, I just didn't. It didn't really, I didn't quite understand it because I've always had custom shop, you know, kind of unattain- unobtainable instruments. Uh-huh. 
for the duration of my, for my career, you know, and, and I didn't, you know, initially make any modifications on it. I just played it as is for a while. And, um, and I, you know, I was, yeah, I mean, it was really surprising. So, and then I got a, I got a follow-up made in Mexico model. I actually, I actually intentionally wanted to see how these inexpensive models would play. So, even though I had the option to get custom shops and USA or whatever, I like, I was more curious to see like, well, okay, this bridge combination sounds great. Let me, let me try a DK with the Floyd. And so I got a DK with the Floyd from Mexico and that was great. I got a, and then I got a fixed bridge DK. It was all 24 frets, fret guitars initially. I think, um, pardon me. It was all 24 fret guitars initially that I wanted to see how they played and felt. Um, but even though I was grabbing the 24 fret guitars, I was already inclined, I think, from years past to maybe gravitate towards 22 frets because I just, I, I liked the bridge positioning. I liked how the necks were, neck pickup yeah. and bridge pick were spread out. I just preferred certain play playing aspects of a 22 fret i was so i started out you know my career with 24 frets but then i think probably maybe five years before i started playing charvels i was really kind of interested in 22 yeah okay i'm with you by the way that's that's i reckon just the right number that's perfect what's what's the process then um of creating the signature model so you've got a couple of quirks already outside of the yeah. dk's how um yeah, how does that come about? Yeah. Well, that wasn't that wasn't really something I had in mind or really really paid attention to um or have, you know. I've been offered that type of thing in the past and um I I just I I'm a fan of playing a lot of different different guitars. I get inspired, you know. I don't want to change strings sometimes, so I just grab another guitar. And plus, you know, going from you know a telly to a strat or, a, you know, or any sort of combination of instrument, it, it has a different sound. Right. And so like recording primarily in the studio is, I found it nice to be able to have that option. And so like, you know, I always thought in the back of my mind, you know, I don't know if I want a signature guitar because then I like, I really got to play it. And, and, if you've watched anything in the past 20 years with me, you'll never rarely see me with the same guitar That's you right. know, yeah. in two videos. Yeah. Right. It's very, I mean, rarely. Right. And so, so I never even thought about having one, you know, it wasn't even really necessarily some sort of, wasn't even at the, in, in, in my mind really. And then um, after uh, a leg of shows, um, like one show, Mike Tempesta was at a show and, in, in Los Angeles at the baked potato. And after the show, he's like, dude, we got to do a signature. And I, you know, it was kind of cool to hear. And then it was like, it became kind of real. Right. And I wanted it to be um, a made in Mexico, not a limited edition, like USA. Cause I, I like, I noticed when playing the MIMs and interacting with my fan base and just people in general, like on, on social media, I noticed there was a lot of, we could connect because I had a guitar that anybody could buy, mm -hmm. you know, and that a bunch of other people had, and I played in a certain way and they'd appreciate that. And, 
we'd have dialogue, you know, or I'd do some modifications or some tweaks and I'd share about it, you know? So like, it was a really cool way to connect that I hadn't necessarily been able to do in previous ever really. Cause I've always played custom shop really instruments. Yeah, and okay. so I was, you know, when I was approached with the idea to do a signature, I definitely wanted it to be made in Mexico. Like I, cause that connectivity with, with just the re- like all of us, you know, regular folks being yeah. able to afford a guitar and and talk about it and and create music with was exciting for me. That that was exciting for me. That's awesome. There's some very cool um, features on the guitar. I'd like to talk about the pickups to start with. Often yeah. the um, there's a standard range of pickups that a lot of Charvels see, but you got to design your own range. The uh, the PA twenty eight pickups. Can you yeah. tell me about that process? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, when it came time, the guitar was pretty much designed and, you know, it came time to like talk about pickups. I have a signature set of pickups that uh, with another company that I, you know, are cool, but we, we came up with such a cool set of features on this guitar that I really wanted something unique. And I didn't want to just jump into like a mainstream brand, you know, because I, I knew what I wanted in terms of spec of the pickup. Mm-hmm. And I also know that like Guthrie's got his own pickups. Yeah. Eddie Van Halen's got his own pickups with Fender. I mean, even though it's Duncan, but it's still with Fender. So, I mean, at the end of the day, Fender makes pickups that I love, you know, I mean, they're, they're incredible. You know, they, they just know how to make everything on a guitar. I mean, they fabricate the bridges. They, they, they fabricate all kinds of stuff. You know what I mean? And so I, I came up with the idea um to put to make new pickups and i think they wanted me to just kind of think about it a little bit you know it wasn't it wasn't one of those ideas where they just were like yeah okay let's do it but you know i did think about it and i specced it out so i used alnico i'm a fan of pafs Uh I, i like lower output pickups um because I find that when you're rolling down the volume knob, you can clean up. And I, I don't like to necessarily go from like a heavy clean tone or a heavy lead tone, rhythm tone, and then click a foot switches to go to a clean channel of the amp. I, I'd rather use the volume knob on my guitar because it just makes the performance element much more seamless. And so I um, I went with Alnico 3 uh, magnets overwound slightly so there's a 9k in the bridge and 8.5 in the neck nice and man and we use 42 gauge wire and um so somewhat traditional but you know we had um the shorter the shorter posts so that you know they're not like the like the less paul posts right okay yep yeah and um and and then f space yeah exactly and then the f space so that it would line up with the with a you know fender style bridge yeah. you know a tremolo bridge or floyd or whatever accurately right so that those were some of the modern modifications so you know they made new bobbins and because i think the evh pickups don't aren't f space if i'm not mistaken they're not so but that you know he never he never changed from his um original setup in the 70s right and i don't know if you know if they had that back then so, um, but in any case, we, we, we modernized it and we kind of made, you know, a traditional humbucking set of pickups. And it was funny because they sent me, they sent me the first prototype, like in a week or two. And, um, I put him, I, I put them in a different guitar, right? I didn't put them in, they weren't in my, uh, signature yet. 
I put them in some other guitar and they sounded ridiculous. <laughs> I was just like, what the heck? So they didn't really believe me. So they sent me a couple more different iterations and they were really good also, but I stuck with the first, they nailed okay. it on the wow. first one. And, Fantastic. And so that's what I mean. Like, that's what I mean. Working with these guys, like I can come up with ideas, right? But my ideas are only as good as wh whoever can execute them, right? And and Charvel, man, I mean, dude, like, talk about executing, man. They they are just, they're just so talented on their own accord, you know? That is that cool. You just get an idea and they go for it. Yeah, so that was pretty much the whole concept behind using the pickups i just wanted something fresh and brand new mm -hmm. for the guitar you know what i'm saying because I, I we worked so hard on you know putting these specs together and like getting it right especially with the neck heel and a few other things that i thought it deserved its own character absolutely yeah i, I was really interested when i saw the alnico 3 as the spec because obviously lots of pickups have the two or the five so I was yeah. interested in, in, in your take. That's cool. I mean, I've been listening to um, uh, Visions again. I, I, I um, loved it in the day. Um, those tones, obviously a different guitar, but there's a very fat but articulate kind of lead tone. So I was trying to guess, yeah, you're probably not a super high output pickup guy. You want to keep a lot of definition in the, uh, from the instrument itself. Yeah, I find that the tone, when the pickups are more open and um, and – like less compressed and gainy i find that i can utilize a high gain amp in a different way yeah yeah you know, um i i'm i mean you know i can actually turn the gain up on the amp without it being you know mud yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. and so i've always i think i've always preferred low output pickups uh -huh. i mean since for many long long time you know and and um and so for me that's been that's been a combination on how I get my tone, you know, is using low output pixels and high gain amps. This episode is brought to you by Fretboard Biology, a comprehensive online guitar course put together by Joe Elliott, ex-head of guitar at the Guitar Institute of Technology and the McNally Smith College of Music. I was one of the beta testers for the course and can say as a music educator, I was really impressed by the logical sequence of learning. The course has also been endorsed by players such as Brett Garson and Greg Cup. For more details, check out the links in our show notes. The Wilkinson Trem is a really nice addition. I love the locking at the bridge, still with a you know, somewhat traditional two-point original idea, Correct. but the locking looks awesome. Tell, tell me about choosing yeah. that bridge. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, so that's interesting. So when, you know, obviously I've been a Floyd guy for forever, right? And I love Floyd Rose trams. They've worked for me. They, they you know, they're fantastic tremolos. But I wanted the guitar aesthetically to look more traditional. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just wanted that, you know, like I, I've seen some, you know, people online um, comment that, oh, it doesn't look like anything different. And, and, even though they might be throwing a dig, I'm actually appreciative of those comments because I don't want it to look like some innovative type of, you know, guitar. You know what I mean? Like, cause I'm a Strat guy. And so if it looks like a Strat killer, you yeah. know, it's got the right headstock, you know, yeah, it's got, yeah. it's got very similar body. It's a, it's different body dimensions than a Strat. Um, for sure. If you line it side by side with the, with the Stratocaster, you'll see, um, I mean, it's obvious, right. But, but, you know, to the naked eye, if it looks 
something like that's been out there, that's great because that's what I was going for. Right. And so having this traditional style bridge was important to me, but you know, here's the thing, like there wasn't one out there that I was necessarily in love with. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Goto 510 is great. I mean, and if set up properly, it works well, but you know, I'm, I use the bar a lot, you know? And so like tuning is really, it's critical, especially when using the tram. So I, I, you know, I saw this tram some years ago, I think in like 2017 or 2018. Um, I, you know, before the signature thing came to about Charvel um, installed the full tram, not just the saddles, but the full Wilkinson WVS on a, on a custom guitar that I used kind of as a guinea pig, right? I only have one custom Charvel, right? Um, can, if you can imagine, like, cause I just weren't, wasn't interested in, in having that, like I wanted, I wanted stock models and, but the one I had, we used as a Guinea pig to kind of see if things would work. And so they, they rerouted it and they put in this tremolo and I loved it. Right. And I'm like, okay, this thing really works well and it has the right aesthetic and it sounds correct. And it's, and then the, the topper is the string changing is like yeah. way fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just, you string them through, lock it down put them through the locking tuning pegs, cut the ends and tune. Like yeah. it's that simple. Right. Um, and so when you combine those, you know, those reasons, you know, I think it was just the perfect bridge to use. It, it, it looks great. Sounds great. It has str- easy string changing. Tuning is phenomenal. So, I mean, it, it worked out for me, you know, I'm, I'm lucky they made that bridge for me to choose, you know, that's awesome. Man. And you got the graph tech nut in between the, the two locking ends. So, all good. Yeah. Yeah. They made a new, they made a new nut for the guitar, okay. um, a custom yeah. graph tech nut because it's of the 42 millimeter spacing. Okay. Okay. So they, they actually tooled and made it, uh, you know, Tusk XL, they made a brand new nut for the guitar. So yeah, there, there's a lot of things that were not necessarily done, you know, and, and they did it, you know, and, and I'll tell you, you know, I credit, credit to Charvel. I mean, in Fender in general, like, you know, if they believe in an idea, they, they make it happen. You know, they really do. They make it happen. Fantastic. Nice little touch. Aesthetic touch is the, uh, the matching headstock, which you don't really see on, on the pro mods in general. That's a little, sure. little nod to the, maybe Defender 60s custom colors. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if that was the case for me. I, you know, I, if I'm going to have a modified Strat type mm-hmm. guitar, I want it to be obvious. Right. And so, so like having that matching headstock was, I mean, it was an absolute must. I had to do it. Right. I mean, um, because it, it, it showed that there's something distinct about this, like pick it up off the wall. Cause there is something different, you know? And, and then once a person plays it, they know that the difference is right away that from a strat. Right. But that I wanted visually to have something different than the natural headstock, which I love, by the way, I love the natural look on the headstock. I think it's classic. It looks phenomenal. Um, it's, yeah. But I, I, like I said, I wanted something for sure that was distinct. Nice. Very cool. And the Inca Silva looks awesome. That's a cool, Thanks. Uh, yeah. cool choice. That, you know, that's a traditional Fender color, I think, from the 60s. And, and I used um, the, you know, body and neck woods from the 60s, right? Like from 59 and a half forward, mm-hmm. alder body, maple, and rosewood. Yeah. And, um, and so... I wanted to pick I, Inca. I, I've been drawn to the silver anyway, you know. Um, 
and I've had guitars Inca Silver. I have the the Fender Boxer, the Japanese uh, Fender Strat that they made, the Boxer reissue, and oh, okay. um, and yeah. that's Inca yeah. Silver. Nice, right? And that's got a black. That's got a black headstock. Um, but but yeah, so Inca Silver. I mean, and then having it done in nitro was critical. Also um, really cool. And, also cool for uh for a Charvel. Nice. Yeah, and I wanted a clean nitro for this particular guitar. I mean, I love relic guitars, uh, by all means, but I wanted a clean nitro. And I, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's really thin. It's a thin lacquer, so like, if, if it cracks and ages, I, I, you know, people should be aware of that. It's gonna, you It'll know, do like it in, it's, a, in it's a cool not, way. Yeah, it's not a super thick, goopy finish. Like it's thin, and it will, it will move and crack. You know, like nitro is supposed to. Very cool. Man, I think the Pro Mod, it's such a cool range, and I'm super excited you've got your own twist on it because um, for for those of us old enough to remember the Charvels in the 80s, you know, the, the that's where the term Super Strat came from. It was from yeah. from Jackson and, and Charvel who are now 100%. with Fender. So it's, uh, yeah, a souped-up Strat with some very custom stuff under the hood. I, I love that, Prashant. must be super exciting. Yeah, well, I spent a lot of years playing copies of Super Strats, uh-huh. yeah, companies. But to be able to like actually be with the company that invented it is pretty amazing. That's that's super rad. <laughs> Pardon me. No worries, all good. Hey, what's happening apart from launching your this guitar? What do I guess? What are you going to do yeah. with the guitar? What's what's what projects are on your horizon? Yes, so uh, quite a bit on the plate. So uh, probably tomorrow, I plan on uh, launching, uh, dropping a new single. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I don't know the exact date that the single's gonna come out yet. I have to still work that out. I'm kind of in the last minute, but tomorrow I'm gonna announce it in the morning. Um, and I've got a, I've got a, a grip, a new material that I did with um, Jose Pasillas, the drummer from Incubus, mm-hmm. and uh, Pete Griffin, um, who's played with Paul Gilbert, everybody, Steve Vai, like, and so I got a bunch of new music that I need to release that I recorded over the last few years, um, and so I'm going to drop all of that, like, you know, in every couple of weeks, I'm going to be dropping singles, but um, so that's happening awesome. um right away uh, so look out for that for sure um and then i also am slated to go in to do a, like a full lp like i have enough material for like two records right now that i could put together and slap together but i you know you know that whole pandemic and that whole break um i i, I just went in different directions you know i mean the stuff still sounds like me people will hear it soon <laughs> it sounds like me but i i didn't feel the cohesion of an, an album from from any of it right and so um i've been writing and i'm going in probably i think in about two months to to start recording a new record completely so i'm still writing um and i'm i'm progressing pretty well with the writing it's going well um and so that new record is going to be a hundred percent recorded with the new guitar right um you know all the tunings all the things that i do and i'm I'm really going to make a concerted effort obviously one guitar that i'm going to incorporate is a telly i always put a telly mm-hmm. on all my rhythms on one side or another um but other than that i'm pretty much going to exclusively use the pa28 and then uh and then i've i've linked up with premier guitar uh and we're going to be launching a bunch of material on their platform so Excellent. um i'm not entirely sure the exact dates but like i've already started working on a new series for them and uh and it's super exciting i mean it's going to be a ton of original material that i'll write for 
the series and it's like at least a dozen videos and playing music all on the premier guitar platform so that's that's cool, that's, that's, that's going to awesome. take up some time because yeah. it's a pretty substantial project um is that instructional material no it's not at all there's nothing instructional about it it's actually original compositions that i'm writing for um for for the purposes of like a like a concept oh, okay. uh, I, I i'm not really sure how much i can divulge sure. at the moment stay tuned but, but I can say that I'm working with Premier Guitar um, officially on this, and cool. um, and uh, it's just cool, you know. It's a, it came it came at the right time, and and I've known those guys, you know, and so it just it, it's all kind of working out, you know. Where um, and then it's all videos too, so it's 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 music and videos that I'm I'm doing, and and so people will be able to hear the guitar in in real action you know coming up coming up here like real shortly you know I, I think i start i start work on that like end of next week i'm gonna start okay fantastic yeah. so lots of cool stuff coming up that's that's brilliant so premier guitar we'll look out for your record what, what's the best um place to know what's going on with you Pasha? probably just social media i mean yeah. instagram is the best i uh -huh. would say um and that's prashant aswani official um and then yeah i'll just i'll just announce stuff there you know um and i gotta revamp my website it's totally antiquated and old i haven't even touched it in forever you know but i mean whatever i mean, yeah. I, mean I just think you know instagram is probably the best way to get in touch with me in terms of like like what's going on and and i'm I, i'm responsive too like i try to get back to anybody who, who gets gets in touch with me on ig so um and keep up with that so yeah, that's that's probably the best the best way. And then all my new music will have links, you know. Yep. Awesome. Um, I'll make sure and drop them. And then um, my Facebook page, you know, unfortunately got hacked like like a month or two ago, and so um, I had to start over you okay. know, with with oh, that. Man. And that's Prashana Swanee on my Facebook. So yep. if people want to go check it out um, and and follow me, that'd be great because I had like a, like ridiculous number to like you know it's starting over is hard but i don't really care too much because you know i'm not social media for me is like an after it's a secondary type of thing it's really you know working is in creating the music yeah, is really yeah. primary um even though i know it's, it's incredibly important um you know in terms of letting people know what's going on my instagram's still going strong and so i'll just uh i'll keep it there for sure. And then as the other stuff develops, it'll be great. Great, man. Yeah, your Insta's awesome. It's lots of playing, lots of cool stuff there. So oh, people you, should man. definitely check that out. Yeah, no complaints. Um, you know, I've got, I just just came back into town yesterday. Um, I did another like four series for Jam Plates, True Fire Jam, jam Play. That's instructional oh, okay. stuff. Yep. So that'll be, a bunch of stuff will be dropping this year with them. I, and I think it's under True Fire because that's the main they own it so um so it'll all be under that umbrella if they go and check it out oh cool oh man another yeah. another avenue to to uh see what you're doing there that's great yeah i mean you know i believe in in doing the instructional thing um and i've been fortunate to work with jam play for like almost 10 years relatively exclusively and um not 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 for any reason except for it's just been a good like we had a good we had a good system, you know, going. So, but True Fire um, is where it's going now. So, um, you know, that's a whole new chapter for the future. But, um, but yeah, you know, so 
Yeah. Have you gotten a chance to pick up the guitar yet? No, no, not yet. I'll be looking yeah, out. Yeah, be curious. When you do, just let me know what you think. You know, drop me a line. For know. sure, for sure. All the specs, it really speaks to me. I'm into low output, 22 frets. Like this thing, it's a 60 yeah, strap, but, at it. but it's got modern stuff like like yours. So, yeah. 100%. I'm thinking this is this is my kind of guitar guy. So, um, anyway. Well, just to let you know, it's got an HSH route underneath. Yeah, yeah. So, put, you can make it an HSS pickguard. Yeah, right. Cool. Cool. So if that's what you prefer, um, you know, because I see the HSS in the back there, a couple of them. Yeah, right? yeah. They're, so, the, they're um, the main dogs. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to do that, it's really easy. You just get a big card stamped out and, um, you know, install the pickup that's there or whatever you want, really. That's a that's another thing that I, I, I wanted for sure was is I wanted to be able people to be able if they do want to modify it in terms of pickup combination that it would be no problem. You know, I, I don't want people messing with it, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the same time, I know how I am. Uh, and so if, if I might even do it, I might go, I might go SSS on one of these, uh -huh. you know, just, just to have, cause sure. it's important, you know? Nice man. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. And yeah, um, man. all the it. best. And I'll, yeah, I'll keep following and uh, I'll try and, um, Try and check out one of these guitars myself and definitely shoot you line. I know Brett Kingman, um, that fellow Australian, he's I think he's ordered one I read somewhere. So I think I'm he's got one. He's got it now, yeah. Awesome. I like, think so. I saw he was pretty excited about it. Yeah, cool, man. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll chase it up. He's um he's great. He's like the original gangster in Australia for all this for all this review stuff. So um That's killer, man. I, think, I can't well, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what people think. I mean so far, so good. Like I said, I, I've, I'm surprised how quickly people are getting it. You know, it's yeah, a, cool. It's an interesting, uh, it's an ex interesting experience. It's brand new, really. I mean, this whole, this thing. And, and Fender's done such an amazing job with, you know, promoting it and and making sure that every all the stores have one. You know, like that want one. You know, so. I mean, you know, listen. It's it's as good as the the machine and and. And I, a lot, a lot of credit goes to Charvel and Fender for just really. I mean, they're just really pro, man. All right, there you go, Prashant Aswani on the Guitar Speak podcast. So good to meet him, and cool to talk about the new Charvel PA twenty eight. I am very keen to go and check one out. Encourage you to do the same. Many thanks to the nice people at Fender, Jack at Fender Australia, Alex and Michael Fender USA for helping coordinate this conversation. Um, Jack was uh, instrumental in me speaking with Guthrie Govan about this time last year. So please check out that episode if you haven't heard it already. We were talking about Guthrie's latest incarnation of his Charvel signature series. So yeah, if you're a Charvel fan, plenty of other cool stuff to check out on the podcast my big thanks to joe and todd at fretboard biology have been supporting this show for over two years really appreciate those guys and the course itself is excellent as i said in the earlier spots i've checked it out i was a beta tester and uh, encourage you to check out those links in my show notes to fretboard biology all right my name is matt wakeling time for me to go thanks for coming and listening to the guitar speak podcast now every week 
As many of you know, I like to leave you with the words of wisdom that Michael Schenker dropped on us in episode number 150. The guitarist from UFO, the Scorpions, and the Michael Schenker group, he told us... Keep rocking! Keep on rocking! Keep on rocking, indeed. I'll catch you next time. Bye now.